Good morning. It is Monday, December 27th, 2021, and this is DC Signal to Noise, the final one of the year. Since we last checked in, the grain markets posted solid rallies with, you know, I think the sellers have basically been chased out of the markets by dry conditions in Brazil, U.S. Central Plains, but heavy rains, huge snowfall amounts in the West, Looks like they might be restocking their reservoir levels right now. The Omicron variant of the COVID virus is spreading. Thousands of flights around the world were canceled yesterday. And the canceling continues today with flight crews basically locked down due to infections or exposure. The Senate and the House are on recess this week, but work is ramping back up on the Build Back Better plan. I'm Agritacos Chip Flory. And that is pro-former policy analyst Jim Wiesmeyer. Good morning, Jim. Good morning. You got my new laptop, new uh, 32-inch oh. screen, new camera. I'm oh. ready to go. Well, you look you look fabulous, Jim. <laughs> it's lighter. <laughs> I just needed to look more pasty. <laughs> yeah, right. right. You know, I, Jim, I want to start things off just a little bit there. And I should say, and welcome and Merry Christmas to yes. everybody that's out there and, and uh, uh, wants to be part of today's podcast. If you would like to make some comments, ask some questions, there's a comments tab. Over on the right side of your screen, click on that. should bring up a dialog box for you at the bottom of the page. Just send it to us. Uh, like I said, I want to start things off just a little bit different, Jim. You know, Pro Farmer always selects the ag story of the year, the ag event of the year, and, of course, the ag person of the year. We had Colin Peterson on, who was a co-ag uh, ag person of the year for 2021 last week. Now, what if you were doing that for the Beltway? What if you were doing that for the Beltway? Let's start with the event of the year, Jim. What might be the event of the year out of the Beltway? I've got one that is going to be hard to beat. Well, it's the actual event of my lifetime, Chip. So I think it's an easy one, COVID-19. Yeah. It's COVID-19. Oh. It, that's the event of the year for the Beltway? I was going to say January 6th. Uh, it's too politicized. Okay. Well, that is what DC is. <laughs> yeah, but I try to go above the board. That's why I try to get signals rather than the noise. Now, I'm not saying there wasn't a, a big battle on January the 6th, except, right. uh, and I think the Ameri the majority of the American public are with me. It's been too politicized. Okay. All right. What about the story of the year? Other than COVID-19, it's uh, the... I think uh, the bull market in the in the commodities. Oh, yeah. You know, you, you've got now corn over six, a uh, close over six dollars. What beans thirteen? Yeah, and wheat again. We've never, I've never seen it as a market uh, um, watcher. Uh, yeah. Wheat lead the way uh, for for a number of weeks, if not months. So that, that's yeah. a major major development. Yeah. Yeah, you know, the story of the year. And I think I, I would throw this out there as, not, as a potential just because it, we've been talking about it, well, basically since March, I would, I would say. And that's the debate over the Build Back Better plan. That's true. That That's in the top five for sure. sure, and sure. It, it's, it's not dying. I mean, people who said it was dead, I think it was more what they hoped for. 
Yeah. Uh, but uh, I think in the final analysis, the uh, White House and the Democrats will find some way, Chip, to scale it uh, back. And it may not be scaled back as much as people think because it looks to me they're going to pull out that child credit, which is, are really grants, if you will. I won't even call them credits. It's grants. Yeah. Uh, into a separate bill that has a number of Republicans will vote for it as well. So uh, wow. I don't know how and when that's going to happen, but I, I do think that we'll get a BBB through. Okay. We'll talk more about that here in just sure. a little bit. Um, all right. Person of the year. Oh, well, I agreed with the, for agriculture. I, I yes. think it was Colin yeah. Peterson. But what about, but what about the beltway inside the beltway? Oh, the beltway? Again, I, I would say for agriculture. Yeah. It doesn't I, have to be for agriculture. Oh, for all. Oh, it would have to be the Federal Reserve Chairman. Oh, really? Know, okay. Jerome J. Powell, because of his um, ups and downs uh, yeah. and the Fed overall. I mean, they, uh, he did a very good job in the stimulus uh, uh, end, and then they missed inflation, but it looks like they're. Um, they're changing, you know, yeah. you know, their focus, it looks like at the right time, even though they could be in a pickle if we were to go into an economic downturn, Chip. But yeah. I think it has to be the Fed uh, and not just the chairman, the overall Fed. Okay. Can I throw a couple out there? Sure. I mean, we got to throw Manchin out there, right? Senator Manchin. Oh, well, he, uh, some people call him the president. Okay. Right. <laughs> so I, I think, yes. Uh, but his final, we know more about the Federal Reserve, uh, the end zone. I, I think we can see it. Where With Manchin, we don't know yet. He, he has been a key force in stopping the bloated uh, you know, BBB. Uh, yeah. but, uh, we're not at the end zone yet. So that's why I'm, I'm, I'm going to reserve judgment on that. But again, he's, he's in the top 10 for sure. If not the yeah. top five. Yeah. You know, I saw, uh, on, uh, Fox business news here a couple of weeks ago, Cudlow was interviewing John Thune, the Senator John Thune from South Dakota. And when talked about the potential for Manchin moving over to the Republican party and what uh, Senator Thune could do about it. Uh, Thune said, well, I'm already mowing his lawn every Saturday. I don't know what else I could do. So <laughs> It's a quick trip to West Virginia. Yeah. I think at the, at the most, he would probably uh, do like Bernie Sanders does, be an yeah. independent and caucus with the Democrats. Or maybe he caucuses, you know, with the Republican. But that would be a fundamental change. But I think that's why, Chip, the White House backed off of their scathing criticism of Manchin because it, it was really getting to him uh, yeah. because he, he's a tough guy. And you don't throw him over the boat like yeah. they were, uh, you know, doing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Any other big memories from from 2021 that uh, you're going to... Well, the weather. Out? I mean, when, when you know how many speeches I give, and when you see the weather, the California, uh, the, the, not only were they hit 
by their weather extremes, but they were really hit by the logistics. Of course, that's the other one, the logistics yeah. and the supply chain. Not just, well, not just the supply, yeah, they're in, you know. Yeah. And California is so important for agriculture, their products. They have so many products. And when I met with a number of California rice producers in New Orleans, they sat me down and they told me they're, they're, they're hurting in that state. Now they're getting some of the precept now, as you mentioned, yeah. so that's good, but, but they're not out of the woods relative to uh, the future on, on weather concerns and, and also on the logistics because their ports in California are very inefficient, Chip. So yeah. I, I think that has to be mentioned. Yep. Okay. And of course, now, fertilizer, that all, those yeah. are tangibles. The fertilizer price run up They're They're kind of morph into e each other, but sure. that, that has to be on any top list. Sure. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, we're going to get to what you learned last week, but uh, just a word of warning next week will be the first one of 2022. So let's take a look forward. Who, what might be the story of the year? Who might be the person of the year? What might be the event of the year? We'll do that next week, okay? Well, yes, yes. I need time to think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because, yeah, the, next week is the time. I know on the next Ag Letter, and I think this week's Pro Farmer, we're going to have the outlook ahead for 2022. Yeah. So that, that'll be, you know, very timely. Yep. I'm going to wait another couple of weeks for the ag letter because I want to look back like you just did on 2021 to see what were the, you know, you know, you know key issues. And right. you, we have basically written the ag letter today. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. All right. So what did you learn last week? that the BBB has still a life. Uh, yeah. That was made clear in separate interviews. You saw Vice President Kamala Harris uh, uh, on the Sunday news show uh, saying uh, we're not going to give up. So that was made clear here. If you remained in this town, uh, that, 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 you know, that was evident, Chip. And the other one is the Wall Street Journal has a story on it today. The, 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 viciousness in Congress was already there, but this January 6th uh, event, you know, with their, uh, yeah. you know, uh, 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 select committee, that has made matters worse. So that that's the ugly side of this town. Yeah. Uh, what kind of progress are they going to make in the week ahead on, on triple B, or is this just kind of a, let, let's get through this week and get to next week when the Senate gets back. Yeah, well, they the the thing that's driving them now is the it, end of the child uh, credit. Yeah. So that's like a clock, you know, end of year clock. But I think it's going to take a, at least a couple of weeks when they come back. The Senate comes back the 3rd. The House comes back the 10th. Uh, okay. So that tells you right there, you're going to go into the second week of January at, at minimum. It'll be curious to see what Biden does relative to the child credit. I think they're going to make them retroactive if they don't make the January payments. Okay. You know, you know, you know that's yeah. the word here. Yeah. Uh, the other uh, stuff here in this town, 
with all the staff gone, you know, they're kind of my lifeline for yeah. sources, the congressional staff, because we know they do most of the work in Congress. But they're keeping they're keeping up with me with emails because I send them out and they get our daily stuff. And uh, they're saying uh, the they want to know when USDA is going to release the new regulations for the WIP Plus for 2020 and 2021. I'll tell you, that that's on the top list of the top 10 because that program, although the worst implemented program I've ever seen for FSA, that was a godsend, Chip, for many, yeah. many producers. And the the good side of this is now they're going to add dairy and livestock to it, but they want to know you know, what are the details, you know, f you know, coming out? Now, Vilsack told us on AgriTalk, what, at least a month ago, that they it could still come out yet this year. Well, they have this week, and I doubt it. Well, they're not going to be paid anyway until sometime in early 2022. Right. Isn't Senator Manchin expected to provide a list of what it would take to get his support for Triple B? They already have it. Oh, they have it? They already have it. Yeah, they know exactly. Okay. Yeah. yeah. See, that's why they're pushing through. Now, you're going to see the press, and I think most of it's going to be noise, how some of the leading in the progressive wing on the House side uh, will react negatively to what it's going to take to get something. But I know logic in Congress doesn't always go together, usually doesn't go together, but I don't think they want to get to zero. Chip, I, I think that they're going to uh, do a separate bill on on ch child uh, credit grants, yep. and then try to wedge in as much uh, into the BBB. But Manchin doesn't want it to, doesn't want the, the programs to be one or two year programs. I think they'll go through the life of BBB, and that's actually better policy anyway, sure. because you're going to know the true cost. Of it, so th that's why they're going to have to prioritize. And when any time in life you prioritize, you have a better bill. Yeah, yeah. You know, this is going to accomplish a couple of things that we've been talking about for some time. Uh, number one, we've always agreed that if we could break that triple B up and debate the topics on their own merits, that it it would probably gain some more momentum. In for some of these programs, like the child tax credit, because like you said, Jim, there are some Republicans that want to vote for that. Absolutely. There, there's no question about it. I think that's the reason that they're pulling that one out first, try to build some momentum for some of the other programs, projects later. Now, the one thing that Manchin uh, could uh, throw a, a wrench into the process, Chip, is if he stays with this, he wants this to go through the committee process, because frankly, let's let's admit it, this has been from the top down, and that's never Definitely. the way to do it. And both parties do it all the time. So if he if this has to go through the committee process, uh, then it's going to take longer, but it'll still get there. But, you know... Uh, Looking into 2022, I know that's next week, but once you get into the summer, it's all the midterm elections. So oh, yeah. they know they know that clock is running and they, they, they better get it done in the first quarter of uh, next year. Yeah. Yeah. OK. Uh, what else do we need to cover on that issue, J Jim? I think. Well, I, I want to point out stress again. It's usually what's not in a bill 
that's yeah. just as important. And we've said this before, but even on the speaking circuit, I'll get questions. You know, whatever happened to stepped up basis? You know, so people forget that, Chip. Yep. We're no changes in stepped up basis, and that was why Colin Peterson was yep. a, you know you know pro farmers co ag person of the year because he he brought that out in the in, in an educated way. Uh, there's going to be no major changes to capital gains taxes, some but nothing major. No changes to the estate tax exemptions. In fact, they're going to go higher. Uh, you know, beginning in 2022, although that has a shelf life. I think they end in 2025. I have to go back and check that. Okay. Uh, 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 yeah, well, we'll revert back to what it was before. And uh, uh, like-kind exchanges, no no legislative changes there. So, uh, again, it, it's, it's easier to stop something in Congress than it is yeah. to get something, Jeff. Yep. Okay. Um, over the weekend, let's let's move to the weekend now. There's there's always news coming out of China over the weekend, but this weekend was just heavy, heavy with the news out of China. Jim, what's going on? Well, he's the, the Xi Jinping, the Chinese leader, uh, is stressing again security mm -hmm. of supplies, and he specifically mentioned uh, you know soybeans. Yeah, and uh, so. Uh, that was made clear, and he wants to expand some of their arable land. I don't, I'm no, you know, quite sure how he does that, but uh, he, they're, they're, they're looking ahead, Chip, because mm -hmm. China knows they're going to have to be a formidable importer. Uh, they, they cannot grow what they need to grow relative to corn and soybeans in the years and decades right. ahead, and that's why you have to have. Uh, the U.S. And, and other Western countries trade with China. Uh, they also scrapped uh, their limits on foreign ownership in the domestic auto industry. Now, mm -hmm. they still have about 31 industries that they have a lock hold on, Chip. But it's important what they're doing for the domestic auto industry. Why? That They see that as their future. In other words, batteries. Uh, electric vehicles, and they want to be the predominant player. So they want the billions of dollars that uh, countries outside of China can invest uh, in that industry. That was another thing that that developed. And they they had a communist party change. Uh, they 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 had a top official was you know supposedly going to move to another uh, a role and and replaced by a, another member. And that guy did a lot of the. Uh, uh, Igar, uh, you know, things as, as mm -hmm. far as what the U.S. has reacted against. And they continued to push back over the weekend on those U.S. sanctions on, yeah. on, on that area, Chip. So, and that was all during, all during the weekend that they yeah. did that. And their central bank came out Saturday with the statement saying uh, they're going to be there for the U.S., uh, you know, for the Chinese uh, economy. So that tells me that China's Xi Jinping, you know, we all think China is so is going along very, very uh, well. Not that's not the case. Uh, I think right. she's concerned about their bloated economy, the real estate sector, and things like that. So he's starting to put you know things in position because he he know he's trying to deal with their downturn, Jeff. Yeah, yeah. It 
the the relationship in between the U.S. and China, Jim, in many ways, uh, became more stressed in 2021. But here, just in the last month, when China finally decided, listen, we need to make sure that we've got enough energy, and they came to the U.S. and started booking not just for immediate delivery, but for long-term delivery, decades long-term delivery of liquefied natural gas. Yeah, That seemed to soften some of the tensions between the two countries, right? Absolutely. You know what? Everybody thinks China is the best trader. They are good traders, but they're not perfect traders because they, they, they missed the boat yeah. on on uh, you know, purchasing uh, uh, energy, not only from the U.S., but other countries when it, when it was a lot cheaper, Chip. Yeah. So, yeah, they're locking it up, like you said. They're looking at the future because they know the U.S. and other countries are uh, trying to de-link. You cannot totally de-link. Uh, you just cannot. I looked into this uh, chip industry, and they still do a lot of after-the-fact on chips, even though we'll manufacture more of them here in the United States and elsewhere. But China is looking very uh, 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 lovingly at Taiwan because that's one of the biggest chip manufacturing yeah. countries. So they know that they're going to have to get along to a degree and the Western countries need China as well. So let's hope that there's enough diplomacy involved between China and the rest of the world. Yep. Okay. Uh, you've always said maybe some of the most important things with a piece of legislation is what's not in it. Uh, one of the things over the weekend that caught my eye is that Russia is not in Ukraine this morning. <laughs> that might be some, some of the biggest news from the weekend. Well, you know, when we were on AgriTalk uh, last week, I know we mm -hmm. recorded a Thursday for the Friday show, I was getting signals that things are not totally settled down, but but calmer heads from both countries were prevailing. And there's going to be a number of meetings here from the defense and NATO and Russia and other aspects where it looks like that's being, uh, you know, the, the uh, level of concern is declining, Chip. So let's hope that continues. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, it's that time. Let's get to the more of what you are watching in the week ahead. Well, the week ahead is just uh, gathering uh, where we at on a series of issues. You know, one of those is that I get the questions all the time, the farm bill. Well, will we have a new farm bill? I think Colin Peterson was spot on when he said, you know, the, the House members think that the Republicans are going to regain control after 2022 elections. But that doesn't mean they should they should uh, not have hearings. So right. and I agree with that. Uh, they're done. He went through the last farm bill he was with and he said uh, they had them and they're very helpful at the regional level. Get outside of Washington and listen to real producers. So uh, I, I think that's an update that I'll be watching as the months uh, unfold. The other one is, I think, Fed policy. You've got the Fed you know, look at the impact of the uh, Omicron variant. That yep. is, uh, you, you've got probably airline stocks. I haven't looked at them. Uh, they're going to go down because of the oh, worldwide over 6,000 flights were yep. canceled through a, a host of reasons, weather, but 
primarily the uh, you know variant Omicron yeah. variant. And how long will that last? You know, and that'll upset a, a lot of lot of business transactions, Chip. Yeah. Uh, and then the other thing I'm watching is, are we getting better on the logistics uh, snags? It appears that we are. Uh, so I think the first three months are going to show eventually you're going to see a buildup of inventories, Chip, because a number of countries overbought their supplies for fear that they weren't going to get the adequate, uh, you know, products that they needed. And that could be a drag later on this cal uh, in 2022 for the economy if those inventories do indeed build up. In other words, it's like the dog catching the car. Yeah. Yeah. What do we do now? Yeah, exactly. Uh, the, yeah, yeah. What's happening with the airlines over the weekend? It's, it's going to take days to, to finish this up because the protocols for those flight crews are still that they must lock down for 10 days if they've even been exposed. Yeah. And I think they're pushing to cut it in half to five yeah. days. And, yeah. and, uh, you know, I think they're, boy, they're being urged to, some people are being urged uh, for the airlines to, uh, to show that you've had the vaccine. So yeah. I, you can just see that creeping up here. Yep. Uh, uh, on 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 that one, but uh, we're we're right back at it. I, I think, frankly, I think eventually we're all going to have, we're all going to get COVID nineteen. This is things yeah. pretty pervasive out there. I don't know how many emails I got from friends who one member or several of their family recently got COVID nineteen. Yeah. Uh, yep. And I, I, that, that's the majority of my emails coming in. So I think it's a matter of time, you know, yeah. but this thing is not as serious. It, that doesn't mean it doesn't impact some people very seriously, but uh, I think this is right. going to linger a while. Hopefully by the middle of uh, 2022, we won't be done with it, but let's get into the endemic phase of yeah. this that, right. that will have right. settled. Right. Yeah, we're not going to be done with this for a long time. The no. virus is here. Yeah. Um, and, you know, when we were talking about looking back at 2021 and the story of the year the and, and so on, uh, Big Apple Joe Stackler, our producer, uh, pointed out that the vaccines were introduced in 2021. That was quite the event right there. That is true. That is yeah. true. And it's a testimony. Uh, it's a testimonial for private industry initiatives. Yeah. You know, thank goodness the yeah. government didn't have to come up with that. Uh, yeah. The great pharmaceutical industry worked. Yep. Trump put a bunch of money into it and basically put a an unlimited price tag on it to find that that vaccine. And yes. And there it it uh it, it was there. Now and of President course, Biden finally acknowledged that because yes. I think because he knows he's under that was the, a jaw-dropping moment for me. Yeah. Well, he's gotta I think that that's the phase of restoring some of the faith that we can have in our prior government when it when it yeah. worked uh mostly but not totally and i think that was the step needed because you know biden knows that he's had more people die of yeah. covid under his watch than uh than uh you know trump and yeah. so he has to he he has to get the group behind him now so yeah. i i think that was a needed development and i applaud the president for doing that
Okay. Yeah. Uh, another thing that happened last week that we didn't talk about that I think could end up being very, very important is the Pfizer pill. Uh, That's a game that, changer. That could, it is a game that, changer. Absolutely. Could be very much a game changer. Uh, and if, if we can get a little more focus on the therapeutics side of this, uh, getting over the virus more quickly, if you, if you do get it, uh, I think that that uh, that would be good news as as well. But so. those pills are really effective within three days of you getting the virus, Chip. Right. And that brings in, there's all these linkages, and that's why on this program and my speeches, I love to connect dots. The test, you know, you, I... I, let's see, it would have been Thursday. I went online to try to get COVID tests, and it was hard to find them. And right. I finally got it on the Walmart uh, you know, internet site. And I think they're going to be delivered today because I'm going out to some speeches that require a uh, test right. you know, on that one. So I have to gear up. They're like $18 yeah. for a pack of two at Walmart. That's not too bad. Uh, but they're being sold out where wherever yeah. you go. So I that was a fault of the Biden administration. They did yeah. not gear up those. Now they're going to be free tests eventually, sometime in the first quarter of next year, and they're much needed. So they yeah. they did drop the ball on that one. Okay. Uh, one other one that I heard last week that I want to get your quick comment on, Jim. As long as his health holds up, health holds up. President Biden says he's going to run again in 2024. Thoughts there? He won't run in 2024. Uh, be, even CNN last week openly talked about some of the problems they saw with Biden's interview with ABC News, CNN. Yeah. So that you knows the concern. Again, I feel for the president, but things are starting to add up. He cannot say he's not running in 2024, Chip, because he doesn't, he would be a lame duck president, but yeah. all signs are pointing. And I personally hope that he doesn't run because he needs to live out the rest of his life without the focus uh, that this town and this country brings to that office. Jim, the grain markets are off and running again here this morning. Just got an update. We've got corn five to six cents higher, soybeans 16 to 18 cents higher, soybean wow. meal six to seven dollars higher. Wow. And even soybean oil is trading to the upside. Wheat, just a little bit of strength in the wheat markets and the livestock trade. We got a positive hogs and pigs report out on, on Thursday. Uh, we've got some strength in the lean hog market here this morning. And based on the neutral, maybe a little bit friendly cattle on feed report, we've got some strength in the live cattle market, but some pressure on feeder cattle. Two things. Morning. We had a big unknown destination sale of corn today under the daily yep. sales announcement. And on the hog numbers, I won my bet with Pro Farmer editor Brian Grady. I told him mid-year. I speak a lot to the hog producers yeah. and they were all telling me the hog, the hogs won't be there. And that surprised most in the market. But so again, if you have your ears open and you get yep. out there, you can get some signals through that noise, Jim. Yep. Absolutely. Happy new year, Jim. Happy new year to you and everyone else. Yes. Happy new year to everyone out there. Have a great week and keep watching for those signals.